What's going on everybody? Austin here and in this video we are going to be taking a look at what the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to do with their NFL offseason if they want to build the franchise the right way. Number one, I think they need to tackle the offensive line. Obviously, above all else, when you've got a young quarterback, what you need to do is justify the move that you made to draft such quarterback. Now, I was of the opinion that, you know, Trevor Lawrence, probably not, not that much of an upgrade over uh, Mr. Gardner Mustache Minshew, which I know that sounds like a crazy opinion. However, Trevor Lawrence's first year was significantly worse than what uh, Gardner Minshew was doing in Jacksonville with the exact same roster. Now, you switch out Marvin Jones for DJ Shark. I think Marvin Jones is better. So, I mean, that really helps my argument more than it would help yours. But neither here nor there. Uh, this team, the offensive line, it's not as bad as the Cincinnati Bengals is, but it's pretty bad. And so far in free agency, they've spent a lot of money at wide receiver. Uh, but the only offensive lineman that I see that they've acquired is Brandon Sheriff. Um, and, I mean, he's good coming in from the Washington Commanders. They signed him to a three-year, $50 million deal. But otherwise, I mean, you know, you, you all heard the deals. They signed, they signed Christian Kirk to a big money deal. They signed Zay Jones uh, for $8 million a year. They signed Evan Ingram. So they're surrounding, they're surrounding Trevor Lawrence with offensive weaponry. Now, Mind you, not great weaponry, but they're stacking the deck so that he's got options. They've got Marvin Jones now to add to these new guys. And, you know, with the addition of Travis Etienne, who should be coming back uh, pretty good this next year, this is a, it's a good offense for a young quarterback. Now they've got the first overall pick, and that's a big question. Okay, that first, that first pick, a lot of people have them flipping back and forth between the Alabama offensive tackle, Evan Neal, and the Michigan defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson. Now, if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm going to take the offensive tackle because you've got to do everything you can to justify taking the young quarterback. If you, you know, go half and on the defense, half and on the offense, and your young quarterback struggles, that is significantly worse than going all in on the offense, having a horrendous defense, and your young quarterback looks like he's progressing okay. So in the draft, I think they still need to target one more young wide receiver. I would have liked for them to have kept DJ Chark, but, you know, I mean, Detroit, I guess DJ liked the like Detroit, the culture fit there. He signed there for a $10 million kind of a prove-it deal. Um, but maybe maybe trade back up into the first round and get, you know, one of the Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave type receivers, you know, uh, you know, grab the guy from Alabama, grab the guy from USC. Their names are escaping me right now. But, you know, if you could do that, Jacksonville has a pretty decent – 
a set of draft picks, not a lot of cap space now that they've signed a lot of guys. They're $10 million over the cap, but their draft picks, their draft picks look pretty good. They've got 12, which is a big number. Unfortunately for them, they've got one, two, two threes, four, five, and then four sixes and two sevens. So, you know, those four sixes are kind of deceiving. You'd, you'd probably rather have three threes than four sixes, but, you know, it's neither here nor there. They've got the weaponry to definitely fill in some holes. And so what I'd want them to do is kind of forsake the defense for now. You can, you can wait on the defense. You don't need to bring in you know, a stud defensive end, a stud safety, do what the Carolina Panthers did uh, a couple years ago and literally just go all, all offense. You know, how, how, how good of an offensive team can you put around Trevor Lawrence? Because that's what this is about. You drafted him first overall. You kind of got lucky that the New York Jets won a game against the Rams to let you get Trevor Lawrence. And so now you're in this situation where what are you going to do if you can't properly surround him with adequate talent? You know, does he, does he, Kirk Cousins, the situation where, where, you know, maybe it's not that you're not willing to pay him, but he's not willing to play for you because of what you've done. Maybe more of a Deshaun Watson type situation. Is that really what you're looking forward to? So forget the defense. You've got the first overall pick. Evan Neal is right there. Okay. Take that. Build around him. Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. And he's going to leave. That's the NFL nowadays. They're all following the LeBron method. Like it or not, you can complain that athletes shouldn't have that type of, uh, you know, that type of freedom. Like, oh, athletes shouldn't have control over things like that. Well, you have control over your job. You're allowed to, to quit and start working somewhere else that's better for you. All right. So... Don't put it past Trevor Lawrence, who, if he believes in himself, obviously he should, then he should leave any situation that is not benefiting him. I don't think that the Jaguars did a great job surrounding him with a tremendous amount of talent last year, but like I said, I think it was enough for Gardner to play better. However... Trevor comes in with a little bit more cachet. He's a quote-unquote generational talent. And if you want to waste that and watch it walk out the door and you know go sign with the Colts, be my guest. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy. Austin Greeno for the extra point.